On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we preview the upcoming Canadian College Baseball Conference season, and we get a sneak peek into the newest team coming into the fold out of Edmonton. Welcome to episode number 22 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It's been a long, cold start to 2019, but we can finally start breathing a little easier as opening day in Major League Baseball is just around the corner. Here in Alberta, many teams are gearing up for the start of summer, but many might not realize there is some spring baseball to be had in the form of the Canadian College Baseball Conference. Starting this weekend, seven teams will begin their quest for Western Canadian supremacy. We have three teams here in Alberta, being the Prairie Baseball Academy, the University of Calgary, and the new Edmonton Collegiate Franchise. We'll get to them in just a few minutes, but we'll start things off with a broad-based discussion about the CCBC and all it has to offer with interim president Kevin Kavami. Kevin, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. The big news going into this season is you now have a seventh team, this one based in the provincial capital. Talk a little bit about the process going into this season and introducing an Edmonton-based CCBC team. Well, the the... Uh, people in Edmonton have been working on this for you know probably up to three years now, and uh, they brought a proposal to the league um, uh, about two years ago, and then some personnel changes happened up there. Some people left, some people come on, and uh, the new group wanted to carry forward with it, and they brought a proposal to the league meeting last May. And, uh, you know, good proposal. Uh, there's definitely some challenges with going into Edmonton. Um, but the uh, balance of the the members of the Canadian College Baseball Conference felt it was a, a worthwhile uh, uh, endeavor to to have the Edmonton Collegiate Baseball Organization enter for the 2019 season. What was the feeling around the table in terms of maybe tapping into a market that is kind of a burgeoning? You have St. Albert, you've got the the different academies up there, you've got all the different post-secondary schools. So it, it, at least in my mind, it seemed like a, a pretty decent fit in terms of wanting to bring some sort of collegiate-level baseball uh, to the to the province and, and, and to Edmonton. Well, they certainly, you know, they've they've been growing that uh, that market for a number of years with the prospects in the the Western Canadian Baseball League uh, playing for for you know since the um, probably around 2007, um, and you know the the spring baseball is always a challenge. You know, you never know what kind of weather you're going to get mm-hmm. in the central Alberta area for for that. So that's always a challenge. But they do have a you know, a facility there that has a turf infield, and uh, that just uh, is is uh, helped alleviate some of those concerns. And as you said, the the Edmonton market is is uh, bursting with quality baseball players and and things like that. So uh, there's no doubt that uh, that there's the uh, player personnel in the area to uh, participate in a in a team for the for the um, spring season i guess the challenge is that all of those edmonton players currently are probably uh 
they find their way to college programs, whether Edmonton had one or not. So it's going to take a little bit to, to build the reputation that that's the place to go um, when they do have all the other options of schools, both in Canada and the U.S., that they can choose from. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the excitement now heading into the season. I mean, we're we're not too far away from uh, having first pitch thrown on the CCBC season. I mean, there's got to be a lot of uh, a lot of hope and expectation for for another stellar season. Yeah, well, well, seven teams. You know, they all they all uh, start on the same uh, same record at the start of the season here, and they're all you know looking forward to a great uh, year in the in the conference play. Uh, it starts next Saturday. Uh, uh, on three fronts, so it's going to be a uh, uh, you know I, I think I think there's it's always that uh, that uh, fear of the weather you know around uh, Western Canada at this time of the year, but uh, um, you know the the more of some some of the teams have been down to the U.S. already and playing games and and getting prepared for conference play and uh, you know you know they all are going to be shooting to finish as high as they can in the seating to get into the conference tournament in May in Kamloops. And that's one of the things when I look at what the product that is provided through this is uh, it's an opportunity for a lot of kids to get that exposure and get those reps in and that kind of thing. Talk about the importance of being able to provide that for some Alberta-based talent and, and Western Canadian-based talent. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, you know, we we find uh, throughout um throughout Canada that there's a lot of players that uh, can excel at college baseball. And sometimes they just need those bridge years and whether that's supplied by, you know, our academies in Alberta or whether it's supplied by college baseball in Alberta or, or beyond that, uh, that that's a great opportunity to, to get them used to the game of baseball at a high level and prepare them to be able to succeed um, when they finish with an academy or or a college program, and and even go down to the states and finish off their education, or or even go further in uh, in uh, professional baseball. There's a really interesting thing that I've noticed when you look through the coaching staffs of every team is that not only are these kids getting to play ball, but they're also getting to learn from some very, very well-distinguished people within the baseball community in their respective communities. Uh, talk a little bit about the, the talent pool that you have from a coaching staff and a staff perspective uh, with each of these teams. Well, I think you you kind of described it exactly uh you know, around the seven teams in the in the Canadian College Baseball Conference, um, each team has uh, got a coaching staff that uh, can be very proud of the of their achievements in baseball and bring a lot to the players that are participating with uh, with their programs. Um, I mean, you've got long tenured coaches. I mean, in Lethbridge, you know, Coach Abka leading that squad has been with the program for for 25 years now. Um, and you know this is his tenth year, I believe, as a as the head guy at uh, Prairie Baseball, and and he's got a coaching staff under him that uh, is is you know really well versed in the game of baseball. And you look in you know Calgary, uh, Jeffrey Bourne's going into his second year there. Um, in Edmonton, uh, Coach Elias is uh, uh, he's he's been through as high as professional baseball and. Uh, 
and he brings a lot to that squad to, to try and he's excited about building a team in Edmonton so in Alberta we're, we're very uh, happy to have the coaches that we do and and it's no different in the in the four BC teams. I asked this question when we wrapped up our conversations for the one through nine academy profile series what will define success for the CCBC following the 2019 campaign say you look back in June? Well, I think it, you know, uh, from a from a standpoint of that, I mean, getting the teams to play all of their games, um, and, and that sounds a little bit wonky, uh, um, which is way different than the Western Canadian Baseball mm-hmm. League, but um, from a CCBC standpoint, this time of the year, I mean, I, I don't want to dwell on the weather, but it is, it is the biggest challenge, I believe. Mm-hmm. And to get all those teams to play all of their games is is definitely uh, challenging with with uh, weather, and it has been over the over the last few years as well. So, getting all of those games in is is a big priority because you want the players playing, and and the games are important to for seating and and also just to have a quality schedule. So, I think getting as many games in as possible is is number one, and and then having a successful championship tournament where all the teams in the league are at least competitive on a, on a game by game basis. I mean, you're going to have some stronger teams and some weaker teams, um, but at least hopefully all the teams are going to be able to compete and, uh, and perform at a level that is uh, comfortable with college baseball. Mm, absolutely. Now here's hoping mother nature gives us a, a little bit of a green light in the next little while. I see there's some sun in the forecast, but you just never know. So uh, Kevin do appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Appreciate you having me. Have a great day. As we mentioned with Kevin, Edmonton has a new collegiate program taking part for the first time this season. Leading the lineup onto the field will be coach Ethan Elias. The Prospects Academy grad was drafted by the Chicago Cubs in 2012 and went on to play in their minor league system before moving on to the Arizona Diamondbacks and then to independent ball. As we found out, he's been a part of the push for the Edmonton College team for a while now. Ethan, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Awesome to be here. Talk a little bit about being part of this opportunity and and getting that opportunity to uh, try something different and launch something brand new to Edmonton. Oh, it's really exciting. I mean, we've got a lot of good ball players that come out of here and to be able to give them the opportunity to stay home and uh, hone their skills and try and take the next step is really special. I grew up through this area and uh, it was an opportunity that was never available to me and I thought it was something that we could really uh, really use to our benefit. Talk a little bit about that aspect of it as being able to, I, I hate using the term give back, but at the same time here you are back home having that opportunity to uh, bring up some young up-and-coming talent into the baseball world. Uh, yeah, same, same sort of thing with you. Is uh, I don't really think about it as giving back. I just think about it as growing the game. Uh, I love the game. I love playing. I love coaching. And the more I get to stick around it, the better off I'm going to be. And then there's also the, the fact that the players around here are just trying to give the best coaching available and try to make them the best ball players possible. I don't know. I'm really excited for it. This has been uh, a little bit of a project in the making. I know that there are rumors going back a few years about the possibility that Edmonton would finally have a team in the the Canadian College Baseball Conference. Talk about your involvement to this point and what you've come to know and understand about being able to get an organization like this off the ground and running. It's a lot more work than you think. Uh, Yeah, 
we, we started the first year. We had the, the probationary year to try and figure out to, to prove we could run the program. And then once we did that, there's always obstacles still, getting players to come out, eligibility rules, everything in between, trying to stabilize a field that we don't own, we have to rent, trying to get the buses, all that stuff in between. And that it's, it, it's, it's a big job. And I don't know, I'm really happy to be a part of it. And I got a lot of help with me. I got assistant coach, Michael Suki. I have uh, awesome uh, president, Dennis Ewan, and vice president, I guess, and Brendan Ewan that take care of a lot of that in-between stuff, and they do a really good job with it. Now, if only you could get old man winter to go away every, you know, end of March so that you guys could play some ball, right? Yeah, no kidding. We spent about 50 hours a couple of weeks ago uh, in Bobcats moving snow in a dump trailer just day after day after day, and we got to tell us looking pretty nice. Our Remax field looking pretty nice now, so... Hopefully we uh, we get some green grass out there before season starts. When you go through the process, and like you said, you had the probationary year, it seemed like a no-brainer in my mind, given you have all these uh, academies that are out in the, up in the Edmonton area. You have that growing uh, support for the sport, whether it's through the prospects or, or other programs. So this seemed like a, a pretty natural fit for the city to be able to draw from all of the different uh, universities and colleges in town. Oh, that's absolutely it, right? So we got FX, we got prospects, uh, and I, I came up playing against those guys. I know the coaches really well, and they've been really great to us. We play midweeks against them all the time, and we're just trying to create an avenue for those players to kind of filter into, filter into our program and then take the next step afterwards or just kind of give our, our best uh, our best help to them. When it comes to that probationary year, what did you learn over that that season that allowed you to make that next step to become part of the CCBC? I guess just the, the ins and outs, the organization part of it. I've always been a coach, so I'm, I've, I've been uh, I'm very comfortable with the baseball side. But behind the scenes, that was a challenge for me, and learning that and getting to know uh, the scheduling, the, the buses, the, the field work, the the fundraising, which has been a huge uh, obstacle for us, just trying to make a make a program that's going to be able to support itself for the years to come. It's been it's been a, a unique opportunity for us. How much guidance did you take, or did you take any from uh, the two longtime uh, groups here? You've got the Dinos in Calgary, but of course, you also have Prairie Baseball Academy down in the south. Did you lean on them for advice, or other teams around the league to kind of get a sense of of how things are done, so that you could become a uh, a team that is to be reckoned with early on, so that you're not fighting that you know the expansion side of of the game. Yeah, I spoke with Todd Hubka a little bit about culture and what he does with his players. He's been a great uh, great influence on me. I came up through those programs. I grew up in Southern Alberta when I was 12, 13 years old. So I always went to his camps. I always looked up to the PBA Academy. And then uh, Taylor Burns and Cam Houston, those are – Cam's been one of my coaches forever. He coaches the Prospects Baseball Academy here. And uh, I leaned on him a lot. And then Taylor Burns, who was my trainer throughout my career, I, uh, he helped me a lot with that stuff too. Talk a little bit about your own personal past. I mean, you, you've got quite the quite the baseball know-how. I mean, drafted by the Cubs in 2011, and you went through the minor leagues. You played through the independent ball as well. What did you learn from that that allowed you to segue into the coaching side of the game? I was very fortunate to experience a lot of things, getting released, getting picked up, getting hurt, uh, starting or leaving, playing, not playing. And I think just trying to find a way, a mental way to balance all the ups and the downs of the season – the career, everything in between, kind of really paid dividends as a coach because not every day is awesome and you just got to try and find a way to always 
gut through it and make the best of it. So I guess that's probably the biggest thing I learned over the nine years in professional baseball I had. What kinds of messages are you going to have to this group of players that you're going to have this season in terms of uh, not just the overall game, but uh, experiencing this first year in the CCBC? Uh, honestly, just control what we can control. I'm a big believer in attitude and effort. Those are the two uh, two things that we do every day that we can control, and everything else is just a byproduct, right? So if we go out there with a good attitude and give our best, dedicate ourselves to developing each other and holding each other accountable, I think we're going to be a successful team. We're going to win games that way, and winning's always fun, and winning grows a good program, I think. For those who have no idea, they look at the roster and go, I don't know what to expect out of these guys. What do you expect out of this team? A lot of energy, a lot of fun, and uh, just to play the game the right way. We're going to compete, and we are going to do everything we possibly can every day, every, every, every way. How important is it? Yeah, how important is it going to be for you guys to use sort of the the first few weeks to get a feel for each other in game action and that to line yourselves up for the the May playoff run? I mean, it's just about working into the season, right? Every time you go out there for a new year, things change, right? You always have expectations. You gotta you gotta roll with what actually happens. I think to. Uh, set our expectations and adjust appropriately is going to be huge for us not to expect everything to come easy to be able to or to prepare ourselves to battle every day and to compete is going to be huge for us and just roll with the punches and then punch back when we can is kind of the the mantra for us Mm -hmm. when you put on your your take out your crystal ball and look ahead to maybe june or july how will you define success for the first full season under the ccbc banner for uh for your team if our team maintains our character, we go out there, we compete every day, we give our best, I think that's a successful season. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to dictate. I've never dictated myself on wins and losses. I don't expect to do that with this team either. We're going to go out there every day. We're going to have fun. We're going to compete, and we're going to give our best. I think it's really important that we uh, just maintain our character. I think that's huge for us this year. Ethan, uh, all the best in the first season here and uh, continued success uh, throughout your coaching career here. And uh, looking forward to seeing what you guys bring to the table. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Big thanks again to Kevin Kavami and Ethan Elias for joining us on the podcast. If you've been watching us on social media over the last few days, you'll have noticed we finally unveiled some brand new swag. A massive shout out to Oh My Apparel for making those new shirts a reality. While we have one giveaway going already, we thought it'd be great to have another giveaway exclusively for podcast listeners. So here's the deal. You've made it this far already, so all you need to do is head over to social media and respond to a post about this episode with either gray or blue, referring, of course, to the color of shirt you'd like to wear if you won. You can get some bonus entries if you share or like or love the post, retweet, whatever the case may be. The deadline to do so will be next Tuesday, as that's when we edit and upload the podcast so that it's ready for your listening pleasure every Wednesday. Capiche? We'll announce the winner in next week's edition of the podcast. Until then, thanks for listening and supporting Alberta Dugout Stories.